Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, our topic is social media and how much of it you may want to do. Sam and Rev Krause of What Yacht to Do are our guests, and they will tell you a little bit about how they created their YouTube channel and give some tips and advice for others who may be just starting out on the loop and considering sharing their journey on social media. Before we bring in Sam and Rev, I want to take a moment, as I always do, to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with the business out of the way, I would like to introduce Sam and Rev Kraus. Sam and Rev, thanks for joining me today on Great Loop Radio. Well, thank you, Kim. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. Yeah, and especially you're coming to us from the Houston area, which we all know is freezing right now, and we're thankful yeah. that you have power so you can join us. So, uh, you have power, yes. Uh, no water currently, but uh, I think it'll get fixed eventually. Yeah, so jump in. Tell us a little bit about yourselves for those who maybe haven't seen your YouTube videos and, and haven't come across you. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and about your great loop. Sure. Uh, my name's Sam, and I am a retired pilot, and uh, Rev is a retired school administrator. And uh, I retired a couple years ago. We bought a 50-foot boat, uh, started big, and uh, learned how to operate it. And we started our loop from the Baltimore area in May of 2019 and uh, finished in August of 2019. And so uh, we started this YouTube channel about the same time, about a month prior doing that mm-hmm. and let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the boat first just so everybody kind of has that baseline what kind of boat did you use for the great loop well we have a carver 504 it's 99 carver 504 and uh 1999 on, i'm sorry yeah 1999 carver 504 and on our website i guess one of our most viewed videos is the tour of the carver 504 so you can go there and see it but it is, you know, really an extended range cruiser. It carries uh, 700 gallons of uh, diesel fuel, 350 gallons of water. And it's really like a two bedroom, two bath apartment uh, on water. Uh, so uh, all enclosed. I love the enclosed bridge draft. of the, the boat, uh, the, so draft. the draft. The draft mm-hmm. is about four and a half feet, just shy of four and a half feet. The air draft is, uh, Oh, about uh, 17.4 or so, and uh, so it'll get us under the bridge uh, on the Cal Sag, but uh, not ready to go downtown uh, Chicago with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rev, tell us what made you decide to start posting videos to YouTube. When Sam first told me about the Great Loop, that that was even a thing, he said it was a year-long journey, and everything I read and saw it was a year-long journey. So I actually thought we were leaving home and wouldn't see our friends and family for a year. That's what I told them. So to um, make my mom feel a little more comfortable about this journey, I said, don't worry, we'll start a YouTube channel. You'll get to see us all the time, so you'll know that we're safe. It's embarrassing to admit that, that we thought a year-long journey meant we would have to be on the boat for a year, but that's actually how it started. A week before we left, we went to the 2019 Spring Rendezvous, and um, oh my goodness, 
I didn't realize how much we didn't know about boating and this whole, you know, the trip and the route. I freaked out and I said, Sam, let's try to make it educational. So no other first mate that's drug along on this trip, <laughs> they'll know what they're getting themselves into. Um, I was blind. Uh, I said, yes, but that's really, it's twofold. First for our family so they could see us and our friends. And then as an educational um, aspect, because we both are, you know, educators. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so at what point did you realize that, you know, this had some appeal, this had some interest beyond just your family and friends? Well, uh, I, I got to admit, I was against the whole YouTube channel. Uh, I, I spent most of my life staying below the radar and uh, out of the uh, limelight, so to speak. So it took a little convincing, uh, but Rev says you're doing it anyway. So eventually, and if you see, <laughs> well, you said she was doing the loop. Videos, so for you know, she, you right? said she was doing the loop. Yeah. So she said you were doing YouTube. So I that's fair. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So if you see some of the earlier YouTube videos that we had there, I think that first intro video that we had, uh, it took us like two days to make it. It's only like two minutes long. I just couldn't get used to the camera. And so that's been a growing experience for me. I called him Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up a little bit. You, you got it. Now I yeah. can't get him to shut up. Yeah. So. Uh, but, but when I realized it was something more than just family and friends was, you know, we started getting questions from people and we started getting emails from people and it was like mm -hmm. oh my gosh we gotta be we gotta have this right i can't <laughs> give them wrong information so that was uh really when it started to hit me it's like oh this is just more than taking the boat around the loop and enjoying it uh we're gonna really have to do this right i think for me it was when we hit a hundred subscribers because that was like, do we even know a hundred people? Surely there's got to be some people on here we don't even know. And um, so that was our, I, I thought was our first big milestone. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there are a lot of YouTube videos out there about boating and about the Great Loop. So what is it, because yours really has quite a following and we'll talk about some of those statistics and, um, you know, kind of the evolution because you mentioned how long those first videos took. In fact, I, I spoke to a member recently who was a follower of yours um, and they said, you know, it's really neat to watch from where they started with the videos and how that evolved. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about what makes your channel kind of unique for loopers. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's um, it, it's connected to that cam. It's really that we are real. Uh, you know, we're not professional uh, videographers. Or, uh, <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is that we made a commitment. We were going to film each and every trip. And at some point, it's like, this is a big job. And so it was like the, the fact that we've kept to it. There were some times we thought like, oh, maybe we ought to do like uh, two trips and, you know, break them up. Do, and it's like, no, we started this way. We're going to do it. And so now even into our platinum loop, we are filming each and every trip. So I think that that is yeah. unique because a person can actually sit there and some people write to us. They sit there with Navionics or Aquamaps or whatever it is, and they'll follow us on the trip, uh, you know, as, as the video goes along. Yeah, it's been helpful when it's time for them to go through that particular area. That's when they watch our videos. And um, so, yeah, we'll so I think that's a unique spot <laughs> yeah. of it. And so I think we'll keep doing that. Yeah. So talk about a little bit about how it's grown over time, you know, give it obviously social media 
comes with a lot of stats, a lot of analytics behind it. So just give, give us kind of the basics, you know, views and subscribers and things like that, because we hear from lots of people who want to start posting to YouTube as they do their trip. Yeah. Okay. So we consider basically there's three parts to it. It's our website, which we consider our hub. And from there at whatyouhavetodo.com, people can get to the YouTube channel or to Facebook or the newsletter. But uh, the, the website has uh, really taken off. I think it's what's uh, about 3,200 views or uh, 3,200 users. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 3,200 users. Rev gave me some of these stats on the website mm-hmm. um, this morning. Um, and off of that also is we have a, a newsletter. We started a newsletter that was every week, which became a little uh, taxing. So we started now twice a month and we have a thousand people signed up for the newsletter. Um, blogs are on there as well, but the real, the real draw is the YouTube channel. Uh, it'll be April of, uh, it was April of 2019 when mm-hmm. we started. So coming up on two years and, uh, we're, uh, just over uh, 6,800 subscribers. Um, and that's the, you know, I spend each morning taking a look at some key metrics, uh, website, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and just kind of see how things are going. But 6,800 subscribers in less than two years. Uh, and roughly that's consistent about uh, eight, uh, eight new subscribers a day, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with. Um, we'll see ups and downs based on when a video comes out. And currently we're trying to put out one video a, a week, right? Two, two, uh, two videos a week. Saturday. Yeah, we do. Uh, we did a special Docktails thing for this uh, winter season that we're, uh, we're doing as well. Uh, Facebook, uh, about 1,400 followers. Yeah. And so that's our What You Have To Do Facebook. And then on top of that, we each have our individual Facebook. So it's a lot to manage, just those three platforms, the website um, uh, and the YouTube and the Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people don't realize is how time consuming this can all be. Um, So let's take a quick break and play a message from one of our sponsors. Um, When we come back, I do want to dive into a, a little bit about how you do all this and and how you fit it in while you're actively cruising. So we'll be back in a moment. Did you know that every mile of the Great Loop is covered by both the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob? Use them to plan your Great Loop cruise and learn about the places you can visit. In the cockpit, important navigation info is always ready at your side, plus marina listings, anchorages, services, and so much more. Each Skipper Bob and Waterway Guide is updated yearly, and waterwayguide.com and skipperbob.net keep you current with navigation alerts, cruising news, fuel prices, and special deals. With the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob at the helm, you'll always be on course. Order yours today at the AGLCA ship store at greatloop.org. Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob are proud sponsors at the Admiral level with AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guests today are Sam and Rev Krauss. They are from What Yacht to Do, and their boat is called Here to Us. They're gold loopers, and they have done a lot on social media to share their adventure with others. So today they're filling us in a little bit on their activities, as well as we're going to move now into some tips that they may have for others who are considering documenting their journey in this way. So Sam and Rev, um, let's talk about how much time it takes. I know kind of YouTube is kind of your primary channel. 
um, which of course involves video and therefore involves planning and tell us how much time it takes to plan each video, to shoot the video, to do the editing. I mean, it's not quite as simple or quick, I think, as, as folks would like to think. Um, because as Sam mentioned, we record every time we move the boat. So point A to point B. That planning's pretty much done because it happens, the recording happens on the fly. Um, so as far as planning, we've already decided what kind of videos we're going to make. Shooting, that is done with my cell phone. So it's something I have on me anyway. And so that happens during the trip. Editing is where the most time consuming part happens. When I just use my cell phone, it takes roughly two to three hours to edit it and put it up. When I use the GoPro, I go between editing the GoPro footage and the cell phone footage, and that takes probably six to eight hours. It adds a lot more time. And maybe you want to explain why that is because of the, it's a rate Right. The, um, the cell phone records at 30 frames, what, a second or minute or whatever that is, and the GoPro is 60. So there's just a difference in the recording um, footage, and that's why it takes so much longer. So when do you make the decision on, on what to use as cell phone footage and what to use from the GoPro? I have an external drive and so I put all the footage I have to keep it very organized for the trips as you can imagine so I go to the folder of the trip and dump the GoPro footage in there and the cell phone footage and then when it's time to sit down and edit I look at it all and and uh, <laughs> it takes a long time because as you could imagine some some footage is forever and some is just like, I wish I would have had more. And um, so I look at it and I make notes about which, which um, file has what in it. So it makes that a little easier to piece together once I get to the software. So how do you find time to do all this while you're actively cruising? And, and I know you mentioned, you know, you do a video every time you move the boat. On average, how many days are you moving the boat versus staying put? Well, our gold loop trip is 125 trips. No, 124 trips within that. Well, it was a little longer because, you know, COVID made us stuck in Texas for a while. So it took us from May 2019 to August. Um, 2020 to finish the loop. So in that time, we did a we moved the boat 124 times. Mm -hmm. So what I found is that when moving the boat is a shared common goal, that there's a lot of downtime. People that don't want to record and do what we do, you've still got to have some kind of hobby to do to fill up the time because there is a lot of downtime yes there's a lot of networking there's a lot of visiting and that kind of thing but there's a lot of time where it's peaceful and it's just you so we we decided or I decided to make making videos that hobby that I would do along the way and, and you have a little office set there in the Lido deck the, uh, the <laughs> right. deck there where you do some of well I'm driving the boat and then yeah. uh, if I see something of noteworthy I'll 
Hey, you can do right. some sightseeing and come yeah. out of the office, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as we've said, your primary channel is basically YouTube, but you also have a presence on Facebook. Um, talk a little bit about the other social media channels and, you know, what you would recommend for people who are just getting ready to start their loop and trying to pick whether to share on social media. And, you know, if so, how many and which ones are they going to use? Right. Well, as an afterthought, we created a What Yacht to Do Facebook page. Just, um, you know how Facebook is. Not everybody sees everything that you put up there. And so we thought, well, we'll reach the people that maybe don't get notified that we put up a video. So uh, we started using Facebook for that. What, what was surprising is that all these people wanted to join our person. You know, we thought here we'll have our personal Facebook and then we'll have a separate what y'all to do. So people interested in boating could, but it just got all mangled up and um, which is great. You know, we welcome new friends, but um, that is, it seemed to help us reach other people um, and send them to our YouTube channel that we wouldn't have had before. Mm-hmm. So did what, did you have no. something on that, Sam? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, there, there's obviously many social media channels out there. Any particular right. reason why you, I'm, and I know it was video oriented, so obviously YouTube makes total sense is where you started. Any particular reason why Facebook and not, you know, some of yeah. the others? Yes, because we had already had Facebook pages individually <laughs> and it was easy to learn, right? There wasn't a, a huge learning curve to it. With YouTube, there's a huge learning curve. You know, there is the whole video, not just making a video because anybody can do that with their cell phone, but it's editing and then, you know, putting it up, uploading it. So there's more to learn with with that kind of um, way to go. Yeah. So what tools can you recommend that you have found to make this easier? You know, you mentioned the GoPro. um, You mentioned your cell phone is is shooting a lot of the video. Editing, I would imagine, is going to be a challenge for a lot of people if they haven't done that before. So what software do you use for editing and anything you'd recommend for people just starting out? Um, I would recommend using your cell phone to record video because it's something you're already used to. You're going to need an external mic because... And we, our external mic, we have something called a dead cat that came on it because there's so much wind noise on a boat and that reduces all of that extra, extra noise. Um, one thing just to start out is to read my chapter in Ladies on the Loop. Um, on our homepage, I think we still have that, Ladies on the Loop. I'm chapter 32, but I go through, if you're going to start a blog, um, you know, do this or use this. If you're going to do YouTube, do this. Um, and so just the, the tools, were you asking about the tools? Is yes. That, okay. So um, use your cell phone because you're used to it. An external mic is something that you'll add and get used to it. An external hard drive, those video files are large. And I blew through the hard drive on my laptop early. So starting before you even start to know that your all your videos are going to go on an external hard drive, I back all those up to a cloud. Um, and then I use Camtasia to edit the videos. 
Now, that's another, if you're not used to um, editing videos and you're having to learn something, do all this way before you start the loop. Because if you're trying to learn and you're trying to learn how to tie up the boat or, you know, move the boat, oh my goodness, I can't believe we did this the way that we did it. And so in hindsight, don't do what we do. That's why we call it what you ought to do. Don't do don't, what not to, what do, not to do a lot of times when we started. So those are, I would say, the basic, um, if you want to start a YouTube channel, um, those are the basics, cell phone, external mic, an external hard drive, and then Camtasia to edit. Just because I think Camtasia is really um, easy to learn. And I did, I used it at work, which is, you know, I had that prior knowledge, but also I watched a lot of YouTube videos on specifically how to edit um, the videos. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I'll add is that Rev spends so much time doing this and that your blog also was on the first loop you did. Oh, yeah. A very detailed blog, which is really neat to look at. I really like looking at those because it'll go up and I go, wow, she's got just a great style of writing. But eventually I had to take over. We started getting emails and we started getting YouTube comments. And it was like, I had to be the person. So every morning now, is I take over the crew email, the YouTube comments, uh, Facebook questions, and uh, a lot of them are technical oriented. And as a result, we have about 600 people now that have reached out to us in direct email. So managing that network uh, was something that you were trying to do originally and you, like, you couldn't handle it all. Right. Yeah, it, it can grow exponentially when you're, when you're doing things right. Um, so you know, as I talk to our new members, um, lots of questions from them about, you know, whether to take on social media and, and how much of it to do. What's your advice to somebody who's really just starting out and just contemplating, you know, should they share on social media? Should they do a blog? Which channels do they use? How do they help sort through all that? I have a terrible memory and I, I am so glad that we have done this YouTube. Someday when we won't remember our names, we'll sit in our rocking chairs and watch these people. Like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, because I feel we, we selected YouTube because we feel like it's not going anywhere and it's nothing that we have to pay to keep hosted. Those videos will be there to help other people. I would, I I feel like I was nuts doing a YouTube channel and a blog. I would say pick one and stick to it because a year is a really long time to be consistent in something. So um, pick something that is easy. As I mentioned, we already knew Facebook because we're Facebook users. So we just created a page and that was easy. And you can create a page with your boat name and, and give your friends and family that link and put it all and it will be in a sequential timeline, you know, whatever you put, however your trip goes. Another um, thing that I think is really easy to use is called Google My Maps. So if you just search what that is, Google My Maps, and every time you are somewhere, or you don't even have to be there because I found out about this in Canada, I think. So I did a backtrack and put all of our trips in there. And you, it puts a pin in the location that you stayed. 
And then you can add text about, you know, write your little blog post or your little blurb in there, plus add pictures. So that's another way you can keep track and you can share that map with your friends and family so they can see where you are. Really easy, really easy to learn. I think Facebook and, and Google, my maps would be the easiest. If you do have, want to do a blog though, or if you want to do a YouTube channel and you don't know how to do it or where to start, I would ask your kids or your grandkids to set you up <laughs> and, and then sit down with you and go, hey, all you got to do now is here. You put your pictures here, here you, you type and you write your story here. Let them do the hard work in setting it up. Now, if you're more independent like we are, start watching YouTube videos on how to do it. There is no shortage of people that will teach you for free how to set up a blog or how to set up your YouTube channel and use those resources. Set that up before you even get on the boat. And you're going through another course right now. She's constantly learning with, with <laughs> TechSmith or something that you're using. Yeah, with Camtasia. Yeah, with Camtasia. So uh, it's always changing, you know, technology every six months. You know, it just takes another leap. Yeah, that, that's some great advice for those just starting out, and I'm sure that they will all appreciate that very much. Um, so we know you're in Texas right now, probably very eager to get out of Texas <laughs> where it is zero degrees. Um, but tell us about your future plans. We know you're heading back to the boat. You're on your platinum loop. What's the plan as you continue? Yeah, so uh, it is, as of today, 72 days to May 1st, which <laughs> is when we think we can really, the target date of getting resplashed. The boat is in inside winter heated storage, getting some TLC and some upgrades. So we'll splash her uh, up in uh, Alexandria Bay, and we're going to explore as much of the Thousand Islands as we can. Great harbor host up there, some we've met already, and so somewhere on the Canadian side, which hopefully we'll be able to get to. But if not, uh, we intend to take a different route. Uh, regardless, uh, we are going to go down Lake Ontario and uh, through the Welland into Lake Erie uh, and then up Lake Huron. We're actually going to go through the Sioux and get into <laughs> Lake Superior and then uh, come down the western side of Lake Michigan this next time so that we'll be able to give our followers a different route to go and then uh, eventually down the rivers and across Lake Okeechobee which we didn't do last time. So we'll have covered pretty much all of the different ways that you can do the loop. Yep, and I just wanna add, this has nothing to do with our topic, but he mentioned the harbor host, and Kim, the, those harbor hosts, we have called them all the way around the loop, and that has been such a lifesaver yeah. for us on more than one occasion. I'm but glad to hear you say that. I'm, I really love to hear that because I think it's um, a too, too few, loopers really rely on those harbor hosts and beyond just giving local information at 300 different places around the loop um they're fun people to just <laughs> sit down and have a drink with or a cup of coffee and chat with so um, right. i'm glad right. you brought that up yeah another thing i wanted to add on our future plans is that when we went to the uh looper palooza um a year ago so 2020 when we actually got to meet uh, <laughs> with each other um your vendor section, we met a Le Boat lady 
So we thought that would be fun too, to rent, well, I think she was showing us Canada yeah. routes and to just rent a, a boat and, you know, make what you ought to do, go yeah. up there and try sure. it out. Because we did, uh, we met a couple in Marble Falls at Texas and they rented a lay boat and they took their AGLC white burgee and they put it on the front of that lay boat. It was really funny. Yeah, with the, um, the, the water is pretty shallow there on the Rideau, whereas um, uh, yes. which is part of what Le Boat in Canada does. So a lot yes, of the looper boats right. can't actually do that. And it's a fascinating canal. So um, yes. there's actually a webinar um, linked from our website, greatloop.org slash webinars, that will take you to a webinar they did for us on the um, Rideau. So um, okay. yeah, that's, that's a fun I'll adventure as well. Um, so like I said, some, some great tips, great advice for those planning their social media presence <laughs> while they do their great loop. So we appreciate that. A couple of things I just want to mention, um, you know, these podcasts, of course, are open to anyone. But if you are interested in AGLCA membership, you can find out more about the benefits of membership at greatloop.org slash join us. So pretty easy to find that. We offer a lot for our members. And also want to mention that a couple weeks from now, we will do kind of a Q&A podcast episode. So if you do have questions for us that you'd like us to cover on that episode, you can email them to podcast at greatloop.org. Um, so pretty simple. Go ahead and email those questions. They'll come directly to me and we'll be sure to cover them uh, two weeks from now in the Great Loop Radio podcast. So that's what's coming up. Um, Sam and Rev Krause, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing these details. What you ought to do is a great um, example of how you can really uh, use social media to keep everyone informed on your way. So thank you for that. And, and best of luck on your platinum loop and with getting out of Texas as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cam. And uh, we'll see you in Charleston. Uh, you can bring us the uh, platinum burgies like you brought us the gold burgies. <laughs> I will so do we'll it. It was, there. yeah, it was fun sitting All you right. down with you aboard. Here's to us and would love to do it again when you get here. So keep me posted. Awesome. All okay. right. Take All care. right. And Bye -bye. to everyone who's watched and listened today, thank you for joining us once again on Great Loop Radio. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, safe cruising. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.